Welcome. 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 To views from the bridge. 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 This season, it seems like it's been Philly versus everybody. Do we want to be a good team or do we want to be great? Shabelka. Back to Fontana again. Good ball, Matt Riel. Good combination. Shabelka. Back for Shabelka. He'll see that shit. What a goal. Oh, boy. And he dips the old on your bike. I want you to take the field and remember two things tonight. Number one, this is our house. And number two, this is now our conference. It's Philly or nothing. Hey everybody, welcome to Views from the Bridge, your second favorite podcast about the Philadelphia Union, brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network podcast, BGN.FM. Go check us out, there's only uh, like 800 podcasts on there. So, yeah, don't get lost. Time. Don't get but lost. only Please one Union lost. podcast. Only one, and it's this one, Views from the Bridge. Hiya, your host is most of the time, and and your host for the entirety so far of 2020, Evan Valella speaking. Hiya, how you doing? Good to see uh, you. That's right. That counter resets now. It does reset. It does. Season two. I'm batting a thousand, baby. Um, joining me as most of the time, some of my favorite people in the world. One of them, Paul Catrino Jr. He's here. Hi, everybody. Did you make any resolutions this year, Paul? Uh, I did. I have been okay. going to the gym four times a week. Oh, I have man. been eating healthy, and yeah. I'm glad I haven't quit yet, even though it's January 6th. So I'm not giving myself too much credit. I, hey, but man, that's, the podcast know. is now introducing fitness tips from your boy oh, who's Christ. on a health cleanse. Get ready. I'm just going to pepper him in a little like bit. Are these anything like your hot soccer takes that are probably not advisable? No, no. so like okay. these are absolutely obvious things that you just shouldn't do. Okay, good. Indulge in general. Me. Yeah. Okay, so did you know that uh, if you eat uncooked broccoli, it's actually way healthier oh. than smoking cigarettes? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Good start to 2020. That is, we are you know, back. And what's great is you are correct. Mm-hmm. I'm batting so, a thousand. Yep. <laughs> what <yeah>. can I say? <laughs> really doing a great job there, friend. Um, the uh, the half hyena you just heard was uh, another one of my favorite people. Maybe turning a corner this year when he gets introduced. We'll find out. Chuck Booth's here. No, he's giggling. I am. Yeah, I am here, but this is a struggle, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's all right. Uh, Paul already got us off to a rocky start, and unfortunately, yeah, I'm just going to continue that because. As he's yeah. on his health kick, I had some very greasy Chinese food for dinner today. Okay, yeah, no, that's good. I mean, I mean, come on, some people, you're setting Paul up to look better, you know. Oh, it's okay. That's not hard. Paul will make himself look worse soon after. Yeah, just wow. give me like till March. All right. Give him until the end of it. January. Ouch! All right. Really <laughs> he's probably down. right. <laughs> Hey, uh, the the other person who is certainly not the least person on this podcast because he, uh, in part, put together that new intro you're hearing? Question mark. Yeah, okay. of course, of course. Cool, cool. Uh, it's Justin Ashcraft. He's here, and he's back hey. from paternity uh, leave. And 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 Justin, great news. If I can break from the soccer talk for two seconds, I saw your tweet about how you really didn't want the Dallas Cowboys to hire an NFL retread, so they went and hired Mike McCarthy. 
<laughs> it, was, it was really good. It was yeah. one of the two names that I was like, oh, um, can we not do that? And they yeah. went and, and did that. Certainly went and did it. Uh, I have a question for you. Um, Surely. Because I seem to do this at all my intros, is have a question for you. Uh, you said in your introduction that we are your we yeah. uh-huh. you said there are yeah. some people joining me most of the time yeah who are some of my favorite people Surely. do we join you most of the time or are we your favorite people most of the time oh where did the most of the time fit? uh you you join me most of the time you are my favorite people regardless of whether or not i'm actively talking to you in a podcast setting what a save gotcha. okay <laughs> you know my transition game is really good of course my bs save game is going to be equally as good uh, we know we know okay, i just wanted to give you a chance to give you one um gentlemen happy off season we're gearing up the foreign transfer window is now uh wide open so that's exciting everyone can now complain as you wish in our mentions at vftv pod or um, just randomly into the abyss if you'd like, or go to um, you know the stadium and yell at the front office. Who cares? Uh, about, Where's Mario Balotelli? Yeah, about the lack of moves that the union have, or what have you. The good news, the good news, union friends, union faithful, and and this will be an evergreen thing, I think, throughout 2020. We are not the Chicago Fire. Yes, you all need to take this into account. Yep. get your priorities in check right yep. now. Mm-hmm. Because nothing says I love my soccer team more than a logo that looks like a waveform that I am currently looking at while recording this podcast. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it. it <laughs> mm-hmm. You look at every logo across the league, and it stands out for all the wrong reasons. Yes. It. I didn't think it was possible. I don't... All of their press releases make them look like Real Salt Lake, which is amazing. Uh, if, if only, you know, um, yeah, it's rough. It's rough. And, and the other one guys, uh, and, and ladies and, uh, other and they out there, uh, we're not the Colorado Rapids either, uh, who have no direction whatsoever. So that's exciting. And a lot of our former players. They do. They do. That is their direction. Their direction is to be the Philadelphia union from like three years ago. So yeah, I'm flattered, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's nice to finally be wanted. (laughs) <laughs> professionally maybe personally uh, who knows <laughs> no moving on <laughs> i have stumped everybody i will take that as a victory uh guys I have I, it I, I, thank you thank you so much uh we've got a lot of questions we are going to go through them much like we went through the ones in the off season and that we go through them uh well we're still in the off season but you know before we take our little hiatus over the holidays and we're going to go through them kind of uh, sparingly and so that we can fill out episodes throughout the year. We did get one today. Uh, Paul, do we do we know? I'm going to F it up. I don't remember who sent it. So if you can find it, that'd be great. We did get asked what beverage uh, we would associate with the Philadelphia Union. And I, I think since uh, none of us made a, a resolution to stop drinking, we are all doing that currently. Um, so let's talk about it. What beverage are the Philadelphia Union? I will say that we're biased, and Icarus FC put together some wonderful jerseys for us last year with the uh, Modelo logo um, to the tune of Commodore Berry Brewing Company. Uh, and and I love Modelo, and I love that I can have seven Modellos and not feel anything, but objectively, it is a bad time. 
<laughs> Most times. And I, I think for the reason that I can do a lot with it, but sometimes it doesn't make me feel that good, I think the Philadelphia Union are insert your favorite bad Mexican beer here. Yeah. That's not yeah. that's not too far off from where I was going, and I'm very disappointed. Great. Well, Chuck, feel um, free, you know. Because <laughs> um, I, yeah. too, went with an alcoholic beverage, even though this just says beverage. And sure. um, I, I think we're all we're all under the assumption that we know what we're talking about here. And I went <laughs> with um, some uh, two gingers whiskey. Oh, dude, I have. Yeah. Two gingers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's OK on its own. Relatively cheap. Mixes yeah. well with others. Yep. Generally ends terribly. Yeah. Shit, that's actually really good. Hmm. Good man. Um, I think I would have to go with Bonaviv Spike Seltzers because okay, they taste okay, but they're not White Claw. Like... <laughs> Wait, wait, okay, all right, no, 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 I love this, I love this. Can I ask you, I need to ask you a follow-up question, though. Super. Who is the White Claw to our Bonneville? Inter-Miami, LAFC, and... Okay, know. all right. I didn't know if you, if you like, thought that we were, like, I don't know, some off-brand, like... No, like, okay. we... First of all, we existed before White Claw even came oh, out. Oh, good, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. yeah, and it it tastes the same, basically. <laughs> like it's good, but, but it's um, not. But it's not White Claw. <laughs> like it's yeah. just not. I would love to assign uh, another hard seltzer to another now MLS team. I would love to say that uh, Nashville are Bud Light seltzer. Oh, yeah. Um, Natty Light seltzers are FC Ooh. Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else in the fridge? Oh, the the mm. Corona Refrescas are the Houston Dynamo. Oh, Look at Paul being the uh, seltzer connoisseur over here. Yeah, yeah. New nickname. <laughs> Do you Paul understand how basic the woman is that I date? Yes, and I just still did not know that there were this many seltzers out there, so yeah, I'm I don't learning know something new today. You have to become I'm like afraid to open up the fridge right now. The king of <laughs> what uh, else is in there? While Paul looks into his seltzer fridge, Justin, what is your beverage that equates to the Philadelphia Union? He's actually doing it, too. Good man. Um, I was thinking, like... Plug your headphones. Thank you. I was thinking, like... Yeah? Apple juice. Can you tell that Justin has a kid now? I'd I'd love that you're starting 2020 just backed into a corner that you have squarely put yourself in. So please, try to maneuver your way out of it. (laughs) Listen, that was not any less random than any of your drinks that you picked. Yeah, but it's going to be harder for you to explain, but but continue. No, no. So I think there are times... I think there are times where... Apple juice is, like, the perfect drink to have, right? That, like, sure. the, there are times where you just need something cool and refreshing and, like, fresh. You know, a lot of times when apple juice is, like, fresh apple juice. Yeah. Um, and then there are times where, like, apple juice is just, like, really bad and really awful. And generally, like, that's the middle of the summer when it's sat out in the sun for 
however oh, long. Okay. Yep. And then, and then, yep. though, if you go and get it, you know, if you go and ferment it a little bit, then you got mm-hmm. some cider. Yep. And it's just, and then it's really good. I, I mean, I think it works. I think there are times where the union are really good, and there are times where the union is really bad, and that apple juice is something that can be really good or yeah. really bad. This is good, guys. I'm glad that we basically turned this into a who is uh, good at passing their public speaking 101 class in college exercise. <laughs> yeah. That's very much what this felt like. <laughs> Paul, what was in the seltzer fridge? Oh, no, that was it. I have oh. every brand that I oh, mentioned okay, in there, which oh, is cool. funny so, because I'm like, yeah. I'm seeing them as I go and I'm like, check, 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 check. So, and I was just like, I guess there's not anymore. Was this a planned not spot that... for you? Hmm? Did you look in the seltzer fridge and you're like, I can work that into the pod tonight? No. Okay. No, I ignore that half of the fridge. Mm. The other half mm. is mine. Not that it not that it should be in your seltzer fridge at all because it shouldn't be in anybody's seltzer fridge, but truly doesn't fit anywhere there. Oh, truly. Well. All right, so wait. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Um, <laughs> Welcome to Views shit. from the Seltzer. Truly guys. is the Orlando City because they are actually a big brand, but they suck. Like, they're just... <laughs> Not, not good. I did. Okay, I did. so yeah. Paul just used the. Like their brand MLS is huge. Seltzers, uh, yeah. On Twitter. Get ready for for the Paul Catrino Jr. tweet thread about MLS teams of seltzer tomorrow that will inevitably be picked up by the Athletic. Let's go, Yingling! Start making a seltzer, baby. Oh, I got some analysis to do. Hey, uh, Paul, I'm glad you said analysis because. There's a couple of midfielders that we've either signed or have been linked to that you have done a little bit of research on. And I, begrudgingly, as I do once a week, basically, will give you free reign to talk about whatever you'd like to as it relates as it relates to said <laughs> midfielders. All right, so I was going to sprinkle in a health tip there, but I'll keep it to soccer because okay. I actually did take the time to uh, dive a bit into the archives okay, of no, Slovakian yeah, you, news. I'm you, getting there. Give me a damn second. All right, you have it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so what's interesting about this kid is that when he got picked up at age 17, his coaches described him, and this is loose translation, people, okay, I'm I'm going to try to read this as cl- I'm gonna pull it up. Paul here. was president as of the plainly, club in high school, but he's kind of fallen off since then. You'll as I can, yeah. Once I realized I didn't have to do Slovak like three mm. times a week, I was just like, why even Slovak? Yeah. Uh, and I know I'm not pronouncing it right. That's okay, fair. so um, production on field versatile. Creative movement off the ball. Paul takes third grade reading. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. This is these are the things that I pulled. I translated Um, like 50 paragraphs worth of Slovakian soccer news um, to get. No, just stop. I'm getting. I promise you, I'm getting. Okay. What what it's a what it's looking like. The type of player he is is you can put him pretty much anywhere mm-hmm. just not as a striker okay. and that he makes the right movements to get into good spaces and create good chances from what i'm seeing is that mm-hmm. he has defensive awareness in the box he can recover on runs outside of the box he's good at distributing the ball but he can also make offensive oriented runs like 
a good number 10 would right at the heart of the defense. He, it's, he doesn't have, like, foot skills. He's not Il Signo by any measure. Um, but he's quick, you know? he He's very, very, very fast. Um, and just from what I'm reading, with creative and smart movements, it seems like he's not going to be like an N'Golo Conte where he's running, like, 70,000 miles a game, you know, and just tracking everywhere. But it, it's almost like he wants to, you know, have his spacing and people work around that and just let him operate in that space wherever he plays. Mm. So, it, you know, what I said today, jokingly, he's a Slovakian army knife. And, you know, it's because he can do multiple things. Now he's only 21. He's certainly an unproven commodity. But when you look at the intangibles of speed awareness, ability to pass well over 50 yards. I mean, you can go ahead and watch that two-and-a-half-minute two highlight video that has some sweet EDM on it, and mm. you'll see that most of those highlights are him sitting back as a center back and then being like, oh, cool, there's my guy. Bloop. So that is the diving I did on him. And in regards to El Brujo, someone who has actually signed for the team, I actually uh, got in touch with my good friend John Zapata, El Parcero, Philly, and he actually spoke with a Venezuelan newscaster who had covered the team that El Brujo was on. So uh, he sent the audio over to me because the guy actually doesn't speak English, so he basically did the whole translation, you know, as his interview, which is pretty decent work, so... I'm going to turn it over to him real quick and let him tell you all about the union's new midfielder. What is going on to my favorite union podcast, Views from the Bridge? Guys, thank you so much for having me on. Chuck, Justin, Evan, and Paul, it's been a minute since we have talked. Unfortunately, I couldn't join you guys live with you. Uh, we have we had some things planned, but I still wanted to talk to you guys, um, especially about some of the news that has been happening with the Philadelphia Union. So again, thank you so much. But um, really, guys, what I really wanted to talk to you because obviously, with the Union, we have our new signing, Jose Andres El Brujo Martinez, and I was blessed and I was lucky enough to actually interview. A Venezuelan YouTuber down in Venezuela. He covers Zula Football Club, and he also does some work uh, covering the Venezuela Venezuela national team. So it's pretty cool. Um, he actually did an interview uh, with Jose Andres uh, El Brujo Martinez um, down in Venezuela. It's a pretty cool video. Um, it's just you know two guys on a pitch, you know, kicking it, you know, throwing it back, talking Venezuelan soccer. Uh, they played a little bit too. Um, and I saw, I found that interview while I was doing uh, research for my own channel, doing my own video on Jose Andres. And uh, I'm sure most Union fans can relate to this. It was, it's really hard trying to find information on Jose Andres Martinez. So um, I looked up, I looked up on YouTube. There's one video, there's one highlight video that I'm pretty sure the Union put up as well on Twitter. Uh, most of you guys can see, but then there's an interview and that's the one with Jupiter Ruiz. <clears throat> Now, um, I, I found that video, and then I just messaged Jupiter Ruiz, and I was like, yo, 
man, can we somehow do some sort of interview? The city of Philadelphia is excited about the signing, but we really don't know much about him. And he he was an absolute, you know, great guy. Um, he really didn't have to, you know, hop on uh, my show. You know, I'm, I'm just an unknown MLS uh, YouTuber over here in America. And he, he was excited to do it. Um, it was really great. It was really uh, knowledgeable stuff that he gave us. Um, but pretty much when it comes to this player, and if you guys can tell if you see Jupiter Zarice's interview, Jose Andres is, is, is a soft-spoken guy. He's the type of player that, you know, he just wants to come in and he wants to work and he's a positive, he's got positive vibes with him. And, you know, he puts his head down and he goes to work every single freaking day. And he, he doesn't, he's not a very loud vocal guy, but he likes to talk with his play on the field. And uh, I think with the highlights that you've seen and just from talking to Jupiter Ruiz, Jose Andres is a hard worker. And, and you guys know that here in the city of Philadelphia, what we like the most is guys who work the hardest. You know, there's you see a guy like, you know, making my five for five reference here, but you see a guy on the Sixers like TJ McConnell the past couple of years who's not with us anymore, but he wasn't the most talented player, but he was such a fan favorite because every single night on the court he would go out and die for those rebounds, go for the steal here and there. He would give you those effort plays and Jose Andres is going to give you that Philly tough, that Philly grit that we love here. So it was definitely um, definitely refreshing to hear that. Um, from what it sounds like, you know, Jose Andres is going to fit perfectly with what we're trying to do, uh, especially if we are looking to run more of a 4-4-2 diamond. A lot of times last season with Harris Mendunian, you know, lining up in the 4-2-3-1 was beneficial because as a, as a lone six in that 4-4-2 diamond, guys, you guys know that you're going to be alone at times. So um, this is a guy... Jose Andres Martinez, who we can play a more four-four-two uh, diamond, because he can he can cover a lot of ground. Um, from talking Jupiter, uh, Jose Andres is is, is uh, the type of player that will win you the ball in in our end, and he will pick it up and and, and you know make a play for the team by himself. Um, he does have a little long-range game, which is really what I think a lot of Union fans wanted to hear because, you know, the loss of Harris Medunian, and that is definitely a loss that we, we we're going to miss. So I think uh, we'll see we'll see the type of leg he does have, but um, from hearing Juper, you know, Jose Andres still has a pretty nice leg, and he can actually, he apparently had a nice little uh, game winner in the um, Copa Sudamericana, which is pretty much Europa League in South America. Um, he had a nice, you know, game-winning goal in the 93rd minute from a, from a, it was a long shot. So um, he definitely has some excitement in him. Um, he's I think just just from what I gathered with his play on the field, the type of person he's off the field. I think he's going to fit perfectly in this dressing room. That is very important as well. Trying to you know build this nucleus back up because guys, you know, going into next year we're, we lost Fafa Pico, you know, we're losing a Fabinho. Um, Austin Trusty is gone as well. Uh, Harris Medunian as well is gone, so there is going to be a little void in that lock in that dressing room. Especially, you know, Fafa. You guys know that Fafa was one of the glues along with Alejandro Bedoya in that dressing room. So people are going to have to step up for sure. But I think Jose Andres is going to be someone that's going to be beneficial. But guys, 
Um, definitely check out that interview I did. It's on my YouTube channel. You guys know where to find me at El Parcero Philly on all my platforms. Um, but it, it, it definitely check out Jupiter Ruiz as well. It is in Spanish. He does. He does doesn't speak English. But um, if you can find the subtitles, the stuff he does is very. I it, I told him too. It's very similar to what I do. Jupiter gives you good coverage uh, because he he gives you the perspective of the fan, and that's really what I what I what I try to do with my work. I try to give you the perspective of the passionate fan, and I and I happen, you know, to be a very proud Philadelphian with uh, Colombian blood, and that's what I try to um, give you guys on on a day to day basis, quite frankly. But uh, definitely check out Jupiter Ruiz down there. Um, you can find I put links to all his stuff on my YouTube channel. Um, but guys, I really think that we got ourselves a good player to start off with here. This is the best way. This is the good. Uh, a lead-off hit here for our uh, transfer period, but uh, I appreciate you guys allowing me to just telling you a little bit about uh, what went down with my interview with Jupiter Ruiz because I very it was very exciting for me to get that done, um, and I know uh, I know Uni fans are excited for the season to come back and talk about our first player. Man, we got the soccer juices flowing, but guys, uh, definitely for this new year we have to absolutely link up and do some stuff together before the season starts, and of course during the season. We, we will have plenty, plenty to talk about. But guys, you stay blessed. Happy New Year's. And I love you guys. Talk to you later. Splicey, splicey. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, we're definitely getting a Madunian in replacement. Just a younger, more athletic one. Like, yeah. it, it seems, on paper, it's really, really nice. Because it's everything that I thought, if Harris was ever able to work out, like, being fast and you know <laughs> and and being good on defense like at his size he would be amazing like he would be fantastic but this kid definitely seems to have everything one, that the union need to be a number six one thing that i will say is i will believe that anyone has harris's range of passing when i actually see it that's fair yeah yeah because his passing and his vision are almost unmatched at his position Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, fun fact about uh, Mata Jorovec, who is, which I'm mispronouncing, I'm just sure of it, uh, uh, <laughs> who is linked to the club, so not signed yet, but he has won uh, both cups in Slovakia, which is impressive for a 12 Winner. He has more titles than the Union and, do. Um, what I'll say about the, the very similar EDM backtrack with El Bruo's highlight reel is that he kind of feels like, to me, what the Union and anyone that has ever seen him play want Derek Jones to be. Mm. Yeah. yeah. What I loved about his like highlight video, and I, like it's hard with these highlight videos because people can put on them whatever they sure. want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're not going to put the crappy plays on mm -hmm. them, so it's, it is what it is, yep. but... I feel like there was so many times, even in that two-minute highlight video, that he was turning things on a counter very, very quickly. Um, oh, that yeah. he can he can steal the ball and be off and running very quickly. And I think that that guys like Casper and who I'm sure we'll talk about, a like Corey Burke, yes. will absolutely love that transition work behind them. Justin, good news. You've set me up perfectly to transition to Corey Burke. Uh, Y'all, he's back. 
back again. Yep. Yeah, it's not a green card, which is unfortunate. It's his visa that got renewed. I'm sure. I, I don't know how that works. I don't deal with immigration or um, anything related to customs. Sorry. Uh, I, I don't know how soon after you get a visa re-upped or whatever and you were in the process of filing for a green card that you can do it again. I'm sure the club does. I'm sure if he's eligible, they will try. And hopefully this time he will, in fact, get his green card. Uh, regardless, Corey Burke is here. Corey Burke will have a full offseason, basically. Um, and Corey Burke has been playing for Portmore United in Jamaica. So hopefully he's not really out of shape. Which is nice. Uh, he's not. He scored 11 goals in 20 appearances, so... Not bad. Also, like, he's yeah. making Premier League, which, like, yeah, but, yeah, no, that's... So he he's three. still putting things on target. What? So he scored three. Actually, Paul, that's not a bad shout, in all honesty, that he's still putting things on target. Yeah. Like, that's... Like, instantly. isn't that really just what we need, is just right. peppering... Go like, that's... The Union have made good use of their chances when they get them. Yes. I would just like more chances to get yeah. them. Well, that's also the weird thing about Corey Burke as a whole. Because he's not a bad striker. Like, no. we've seen no, that no. he can be a good striker. Actually, an above-average striker. Um, But then in the two-striker system with Casper, he's not that so maybe hmm. he can be casper's direct backup yeah yeah i don't know i mean i, mean, it, I feel well, like you give them time you're you're also I having I don't to fight think you want, tanner's guys i don't think in you want power, and power though not I necessarily mean, no no but it's also but that's what you, tanner's guys versus Corey Burke and if Corey Burke Ta but Tanner's know. guys and union guys have still meshed for the most part yeah like it's not yeah. like Tanner came in and outlawed the entire team yeah I mean I mean I mean I the, op the, up, though, the right? optimal like striking lineup that you're opening the 2020 season with damn sure better be Casper and Wooten otherwise there's no reason for Wooten to be on this team Okay, yeah. I mean, you can understand. You can understand I, I if it doesn't no, happen, I, and then I be could, upset at I that time. Justin but... has something to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like the problem for me, like looking at it, is you're looking at you look at the four striking options we have on this team right now. You look at Casper, Corey, um, Andrew, and Sergio, and they're not. None of them are that different from each other. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. They. Yeah. They play a little bit differently, but this is not. This is not having Casper and Fafa. This is not having yeah, Sergio yeah. and a David Akam. Well, and this is like you're putting two guys who are decently similar together. So I think either it's setting up to be you have a one striker system with four people. And you do something where you're putting a striker at the ten and hoping it works, mm, mm. Um, or you are playing a two striker system with two very similar strikers. Well, and I've always felt that Corey Burke, for as big and for as strong as he is, is fast. He's very fast. like for his frame, he is fast, and I, I think. 
I, I, uh, I, yes, if it's not Wooten and, and Casper from the jump, or if that's not the first pairing they put out in preseason, that's a little strange. Well, no, yeah, I'll stand by that. That's a little strange. But I, I there's got to be room for all four of these guys in some capacity on the first team because you know between that and the open cup like the schedule is going to get congested it does every year like you you need to have weird depth at every position to be one of those top three or four teams in your conference um and i i don't think having four guys who are proven maybe not like it's weird that andrew wooten is the least proven striker at this level compared to everybody else but you know having four guys that are at the very least proven in their discipline in some way shape or form at some point in their career is not a bad problem to have if you can keep them all happy yeah not at all one of the funny things actually is that theoretically if you really want to you can play all four at once you could that would be because dumb. <laughs> oh well, my god but, that. but if you think about it both santos and wooten have spent time on the wing for the union yep casper has yep, played yep. at the 10 Burke is the lone striker. Poof. Yeah. <laughs> if you yeah. see a bad day, Everyone's Fenders. asking if Brendan Aronson can be the 10 when it's Casper I mean, Shabilka. Casper's probably uh, the gross. best 10 on this roster right now. I don't know about that, man. <laughs> best? I don't know uh, that. I mean, uh, so... Not the best out-and-out 10. Like, if you put him there, he's the guy with the biggest tool set, but, like, not necessarily for that position. Yeah, but not not obviously not at this level. But I watched the you know I watched the team in Pittsburgh last year who put a six four, you know, big huge target man at their ten for basically the whole season, and played that way the whole season where their striker was a five nine, quick dude. So who knows? That, I mean, I think you can play it different some football ways. manager shadow striker stuff. If you see a really bad defense, and I don't know who that is yet because the season hasn't started, but like, if you see like last year's <laughs> or Orlando, I get yeah. Do you try that for a half and see what happens? You you try it yeah. in open cup. Yeah. yeah you try oh, don't do that to to. I was gonna say Harrisburg. They're dead. Don't do that to. Who knows, man. <laughs> I don't know no, 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 if we play anymore because they're all gone. Guy. What the hell? Don't, yeah, even, don't do that to... Yeah, Pet uh, FC are gone. Um, the Nor'easters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't do that to some random NPSL side, man. That was As, well, Asbury I mean, the Park the, FC. Oh, God. The way that the... Uh, the way that the Open Cup is is set up yeah. this year, it could yeah. be one of those teams that it's like we're playing some League Two team. Don't do it to like Nashville or or uh, Charleston or somebody. <laughs> That'd be rough. nah hu- nah humble they ass. Uh, uh, Hartford, don't do that to Hartford. Um, yeah. what do you mean? Every USL team did it to Hartford. Well, last year. that would be the problem is that they put like eight <laughs> on them, and then that would just be the end of it, wouldn't it? Um, hey, um, Morgan Tenza, whose name I probably said right this week. Hi, Morgan. I don't know why I'm so <laughs> proud of myself. I literally had to ask her. Um, whatever. I, listen, I take wins whenever I can get them, everybody. And if we don't understand that about me as a person by now, I don't know what to tell you. Um, schedule's out, boys. 
Yes, it is. And uh, Morgan, Morgan Townsend, I imagine more people out there uh, value our opinion for whatever reason. And they want to know what uh, what matchup we're looking forward to. So, boys, uh, you can have one home match and you can have one away match. Mm. What are we, uh, how are we feeling? What are we doing? I'm excited yeah. for the game in Colorado. Yeah. Mostly because I'm going to it. Oh. Uh, and I think it. it's going to be, it's going to be a good time being out there, but it's also just going to be fun to <sighs> win because I think the union are going to win that game. All right. Um, Already putting our bets down for a game. That yeah. Five yeah. Months I, I, I'm fairly confident that right. it's going to be a good weekend and a good result for the team. Uh, oh, would you like and to then, your home tilt? Okay. You're okay. Yeah, no, my, my home one will be uh, against um, New York City, just to see, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of turnover in that sure. club, mm-hmm. and it's certainly been, they've certainly been a frustrating team to c- come into Talent Energy Stadium, so I'm excited to see how the Union go up against them, now that they actually have hired a coach <laughs> only nine days before their preseason starts, yeah. so I'm just ready to watch what they are as a team because it could be really good and it also could be really bad yeah i'm not taking a side yet that's fine. <laughs> too early that's fine <laughs> does anyone else want to go if they don't i can uh, i have mine figured out cool go ahead. hearing nothing i will go <laughs> Uh, the away tilt. I always like seeing new teams match up against us, and this one I have a a, uh, a weird relationship with. The uh, Wednesday, May thirteenth fixture at Nashville in the Tennessee Titans Stadium, which is strange, uh, will be interesting. Um, I, I, that is the first time. Yeah, that'll be the first time that we probably see Derek Jones. Um, there's only like two midfielders ahead of him, so I imagine that he'll get some solid minutes with them. Um, they are not building their team like Inter Miami, but they are building a team. Um, yeah. And not only do they have Derek Jones, they have Taylor Washington, who some people might remember, and I believe they still, in fact, have Ken Trivet, who some people might remember. So it's a very weird uh, Evan covering Bethlehem Steel and now getting to watch those guys who are with another team play in MLS against the Philadelphia Union kind of thing. Um, yeah. And that's just personally an intriguing matchup. I'm sure no one will care about that, but there it is. The home fixture, I I was split, but I have decided I was either going to say Saturday, August 1st against Inter-Miami, mm. because I think that'll be an important matchup in the standings. And uh, again, you know, new team bias, so I'd like to see that. The one that I will say might mean a little bit more, uh, on the 19th, they go away to Cincinnati, and then on September 27th, they are home against New York Red Bull, the second-to-last week of the season. I can't mm. imagine that that game will mean nothing. Yeah, every, I think everyone will have a stake at some point, that point in the season. And the game the following week against Chicago might mean a little bit less than that one. Just just, just, just a, a little. little <laughs> might mean something still. It's, it might, it might, but, uh, you know... Out of those two final home games, that's one that I'd have. It might mean the difference between the franchise getting launched into the sun. Uh, (laughs) If they at least get a draw against the Union, maybe it'll save them. Fair enough. Chuck? Both of my games come in a rip-roaring month of August. Uh, Mm. First, I would like to call out Google 
because they still okay. have the home stadium for this team listed as being PPL Park. Oh, my Ooh. God. <laughs> so if what? you go to the Philadelphia Union right. fixtures on Google, click on a home yep. fixture, stadium, yep. PPL. Yikes. So, All right. number one, Google. shame on you, Fix Google. Your You're supposed to know everything. Boycott Google. And yeah. I know you hear me because I am sitting yeah. next to a new Google home that is in my apartment. Boom. <laughs> Roasted him. Oh, my God. All of Chuck's lights just went out. Oh, no. Yeah. He's gone. <laughs> Guys, he's gone. Some guy that looks like Neo from The Matrix just killed Chuck. What happened? Uh, oh, man. Wow. Chuck, are, are, send are send all your money. It's okay because my projection is back to finish this um so my are we in similar train of thought and that we're both thinking inner miami would be a fun one well that is fun but because you said it i'm gonna go with the next most fun home game great and (laughs) the games against orlando at talon are always actually really fun games no matter how terrible either team is um so i think playing them two times in a month that second time is gonna be an extremely nice matchup um then i am also for the away game gonna take the paul route for the uh away trip that i have planned so far and that is uh to bemo field to see the union take on toronto lovely very nice interesting interesting Wanted to plan a vacation. Um, Justin set that up. One to go around. <laughs> no, no, I was just oh. interesting. Uh, I just actually said to my wife the other day, like, we should go to Toronto sometime this summer. We should plan it around a Union game. Go to Toronto. Um, so there you go. Um, so maybe we'll maybe we'll do that. Uh, my two games. Uh, my away game is easy. Uh, it's the first game of the season against FC Dallas. I yep. think. I am just excited to see what this team looks like and what signings we make between now and February 29th. Yeah, and to see what this team looks um, like in February. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I mean I think it's going to be interesting, right? Yeah. I think like there's so many rumors out there of who we might sign. There's also, you know a rumor of uh, you know that that Jamiro might still be a possibility. Right. Yeah. Um, so you know, is he on the field that day? I don't know. Maybe. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm interested, definitely interested to see what happens. Yeah. Um, I also like that we and... get paired up with Dallas a lot in the opening weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are yeah. always kind of fun early season games just because of how those two teams generally seem to a build their clubs relatively similarly with, with a, a focus ish on the Academy. Um, and then B like the last couple of years, at least we've both done well enough for ourselves respectively it's kind of <laughs> weird that there's a yes. friendly like 10 days before that game against yeah. fc dallas um that's fair yeah 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 it's fine we just gotta see we're just seeing the opposition that's what's happening yeah uh my home fixture you already stole it evan I'm sorry was about that. that game against the red bull uh i think i mean i think obviously i think if the union are where they want to be at the end of the season then the Red Bulls will also probably be right there. <laughs> yeah. So I it always seems to work be, out that way. <laughs> that's gonna be a big. That's gonna be a big game. But also, um, I think just kind of looking at the schedule. I mean, I think March twenty second against DC United at home could be a fun one to yeah. try to keep keep yeah. ourselves. Who plays for that uh, team anymore? Well, in front of DC. 
Uh, oh, I don't have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say... Yeah, you guys should get on that. You should. You guys should sign some players soon. The season's starting soon. Since we are plugging away trips, uh, a couple years ago, I went up to Stad Saputo to see the Union play the Montreal Impact. This year, it is unfortunately on July 4th, so if you need to be in this country to celebrate that or what have you, uh, do it. But Montreal, wonderful city. I'm actually going back in March, uh, and that is a really, really, really nice stadium. Yeah. Wow. That was a close one for with Toronto for me, but um, yeah, mm. unfortunately, I kind of got a little bit overruled there just because of Toronto being a more standard big city where oh, my God, boyfriend yeah. can do things. <laughs> like not speak French. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's the key there. Uh, guys, the last thing that we're going to talk about, fittingly, because uh, much like us, I'm not sure too many people know this is happening. Thursday, the one coming up, like this week, like like two days from when you might hear this, is the MLS draft. And uh, the Union still have their picks. Not for long. So well, can, I say uh, yeah. can I say something sort of related to the draft, but sort of funny? Yes. Um, the, somebody put out a, a graphic the other day that was like the draft's best 11 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the MLS did a best but 11 had, of drafts. Yeah. Right, but they had where they got, what draft they got picked in, yes. and I think there were four different drafts listed among well, the 11 players. I think most of those guys were like supplemental draft picks. Wait, seriously? Like, yeah. I need to pull this crap up. Were, a not insignificant <laughs> one of them was the of super draft, were... one of them was the college draft yeah. before it was called the super draft. Oh so, my god. Chuck, while you go to pull that up, uh, Aaron Malloy is projected at 6 to New England Revolution. Um, Pete, some people might know him. Uh, if you're a Reading United fan, you certainly do. Um, he's been there a bunch. Uh, Union U19 head coach Jeff Cook uh, coaches Reading United. Um, and they always, obviously, uh, do very well for themselves. Aaron Malloy also uh, is a Dubliner and played for Bohemian in the uh, in the Irish soccer scene there and and uh made a it wasn't a ton of appearances or anything like that but he you know he he made an imprint over there um as small of a footballing nation as that is i don't Mm. know how difficult that is to do but he is there and then the other person if anyone is very usl inclined jack Mayer, who's supposed to be the first pick from inner miami made his debut for uh st louis fc in 2017 so he is not a uh so he is not eligible for rookie of the year (laughs) <laughs> which is awesome i hope he just, which is just bizarre <laughs> yeah I, is um would aaron malloy not be yeah he's not either because he played for bohemians mm-hmm. that's wonderful let me just talk for 20 minutes about how much that rule is just absolute garbage just needs to be changed completely yeah anyway Chuck, <laughs> did you find it <laughs> i can't find it because unfortunately okay, mls is not yeah. easily googleable uh, Chuck, the good news, the Union are picking number 20. Okay, hold on. As of 10-12 uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time on January the 6th of 2020, the Philadelphia Union hold the 21... The 21? That's how much we care about this. <laughs> oh, Justin, uh, you know how I was like, oh, we should use clips of us talking in the intro instead of the other thing? Pew, pew. If yeah. you want to put the 21 the, as my 
whatever, feel free. Uh, <laughs> the 21st pick in the MLS Super Draft uh, envelope pending, Brian Saramago from Loyola, Maryland. Uh, Chuck, do you have any intel in Loyola land? I live right down the street from the school, and all I right, know nothing sick. about it. Ah, uh, cool. Oh, so okay, he's great. watched all of his uh, games. Like, oh, he I'm, knows I'm his, so his I, tendencies. I'm a, I'm a University of Maryland loyalist. Um, I get yeah, some things from UMBC due to the fact that I work yeah. on their campus. Mm. Loyola's a dark zone. <laughs> <That's, laughs> college soccer is... I, I love yeah. soccer, but yeah. college soccer is terrible. Uh, if if uh, if I may plug somebody who we all know and I think we all uh, we all like, who will know so much more about this than we do, who is a good source for you if you're really curious about the MLS Super Draft coming up, go go follow Matt Ralph on Twitter, or mm. um, I think Matt George has a decent uh, pulse on the college game. But for sure, Matt Ralph knows things about professional soccer clubs scouting players that they don't know yet yes and that yeah. sounds like a yeah, joke yeah, yeah. but it's true i i think <laughs> i think clubs look to matt to figure out who they should draft at times and, and if uh, they don't they should <laughs> they might want to I, I i know you know he works in the college world so it's a little bit easier to be plugged into that when you're already thinking about it but good lord i have never seen someone care so much about something other than me about talking uh into a microphone about something no one cares about to hear myself talk and get myself over that people hate <laughs> more than matt ralph talks about college soccer which uh i know you're listening that is a compliment <laughs> it was more so a deprecating joke about how much I liked to hear myself talk. Less about uh, I no um, jokes aside. What he does is incredible. So if you're curious about college soccer in general, or the MLS Super Draft, or who like the five best midfielders coming out of the University of Wisconsin are, uh, Matt Ralph TBG is his, is his Twitter account, and you can follow him there. Uh, Gentlemen, I think uh, I think that about does it. I've made my really bad self-deprecating joke for the week, and uh, I, I, hearing no objections, great background noise only. <laughs> we'll move on and we'll wrap things up. Uh, so thank you so much for listening to the first 2020 flavored views from the Bridge podcast. If you'd like to follow us, which many of you have done today, thank you. Uh, at the FTB Pod, go for it. We're close to 300. Get us there. You know that'd be cool. I would like that a lot. Step it um, up, people. Step it up. Step your game up. Other than that, uh, for Chuck, for Justin, for Paul, I'm Evan. I've been your host. You know, batting a thousand. Um, thanks to BGN.fm for putting this on. We'll talk to you guys soon. Everyone go check out Icarus FC if you want to buy some merch. Uh, buy their jerseys. All of them. Most of them. Some Even of them. In. Take care. Later. Thanks for listening to another episode of Views from the Bridge, a Philadelphia Union podcast. As always, thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. We are a proud part of the Beautiful Game Network. BGN is a network of soccer podcasts, writing, and other great content. Go check them out at bgn.fm. 
You can find us on social media at VFTBpod on both Twitter and Facebook. Go check us out there, leave us a note, and ask questions. That is at VFTBpod on both Twitter and Facebook. Head over to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast and subscribe to the show. And please leave us a review. For the Views for the Bridge podcast, Eva Valella, Chuck Booth, and Paul Catrino, I'm Justin Ashcraft. Later. Later.